0: with Brad restituted. Break the
1: Break down the Welcome to the Rest Stop Live on this Thursday, October 15th. And um we're just getting into third gear of the year 2020. Uh, it's been quite tumultu- tumultuous for the most part and for most of us, but uh we're coming down the home stretch trying to see the other side. And uh we bring you the rest stop as we do every Tuesday and Thursday live nine o'clock Pacific time. And be sure to download the app, the Twitch app, and go to www.twitch.tv slash Chris Landry Football and give us some love there. And we got a little new love on that on the website, and we'll go through that quickly. Uh, Landry Football and LandryFootball.com is powered by American Betting. Experts, One of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the U.S., and they've teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry Football followers and podcast listeners. Here's what you do. Go to the website, LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located in the upper right-hand side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites legal in your state, such as BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, and PointsBet. Sign up instantly and receive an account deposit match or risks-free bet from $100 to $1,000. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com, click on the ad located on the upper right-hand side of the page, and get in on the action with a special offer from American betting experts. So we got a good one again for you today. And uh, again, our Thursday NFL picks with myself, Spencer the Wiz, and our guest picker tonight. And you'll notice him on the chats. We'll be him, bring him in in a little bit. But I got to give some major love to my man, Spencer the Wiz. He's with me every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, Make sure you give Spencer the Wiz a follow on his personal YouTube page, Blue Milk Boys Gaming. He's got 195 subscribers. Let's get him up to 200. And uh, Spencer the Wiz is the savior for the rest of right now in the NFL picks as he came through again uh, and getting us over the top. Uh, well, let's start it off with the live sports tonight, Spence, and uh, we'll hit it. We'll hit on it for you, Brian. Bravo! You're, he's very fired up. He's got the tequila flowing in his bloods, guaranteed right now as his Houston Astros and walk-off fashion get back in the series, and now only down three games to do is to two as Carlos Correa hits a walk-off home run in the ninth. The game was tied at three as the Tampa Rays hit two home runs in the middle innings to get the game tied at three. Correa walks off and gets the Astros to win and back in the series. And uh, Brian Bravo is fired up for that win. Nice win by the Astros and Dusty Baker, like we've talked about on this show, Spence, uh, a team that didn't have an impressive record in the regular season. They fought and scratched their way into the wild card, won that, won the opening round series, find themselves in the ALCS, down three games to nothing, and now storming back with two straight wins. And they've got to have all the confidence in the world winning in the fashion that they did tonight
2: yeah uh even though they did cheat because they did cheat uh, even brian bravo has to know that uh, as much as he supports them they do have championship experience even if it is technically uh so they know what it takes to win um they know <laughs> they definitely know what it takes to win but yeah they've been there they've done that so uh, it's no it's no too it's no surprise to me
1: yeah uh and it was it was it's, they're gonna make that a series Now, on the National League side, the Atlanta Braves, after just getting blasted in Game 3, after taking a 2-0 lead, they come back in impressive fashion in Game 4, and they dominate the Dodgers 10-2, and a huge pitching performance tonight from starting pitcher. uh, I believe his name is uh, Bryce Wilson. Let me double-check on that. I mean, yeah, Bryce Wilson, for the Braves, goes six strong innings, one hit ball, and dominates and the Braves got some really impressive starting pitching. And they've got uh they got the offensive firepower to back it up tonight. Ten to two, some late runs to kind of stave off some threats by the Dodgers. The Dodgers had the bases loaded in the eighth, and uh the Braves got out of that inning, and then they got some insurance runs in the bottom of the eighth, and the Braves win ten to two, Spence, and they're one game away from again breaking Dodgers fans' hearts, as Dodgers fans have thought for almost five years now, with some of the additions in the, in the young lineup, the pitching staff now adding $300 million man Mookie Betts. They're one game away from going home in this 2020 pandemic-shortened baseball season.
2: Yeah, we knew the Atlanta pitching staff was good, but boy, I, I didn't think it would be able to quell uh, the Dodgers quite this much. So really impressive. I don't think the Dodgers have any chance now down 3-1 against that pitching staff. If they do, it'll be one for the ages. And
1: Spence, we talked about it in all of these sports. Being down 3-1 to compared to 2-2 to is night and day. Uh, and the Braves have those starting pitching. They can play with their pitching lineups uh, and do whatever they have to do to get you know, to the World Series. I mean, they're one win away. And their bats have come alive when they've needed to in the Dodgers bats, leaving runners on. Look, man, they're, they're in dire straits right now, Spence, and, and they're going to break their fans hearts again as they just can't get over the hump like some of these football teams we know.
2: It's crazy. Yeah, uh, it's just it's one of those things where they just it's usually like the team is usually that bad, like the Lions and you're used to that every year. But somehow the like Dodgers fans are used to getting to the like the highest peak of where you can and still losing. Reminds me of being an Arsenal fan, although they're actually not that good.
1: Yeah, Spence, we had one college football game tonight, and Arkansas State took on Georgia State. And Arkansas State in a high scoring affair got the win, fifty nine to fifty two, and I think Arkansas State covered the spread on that. I'll have to double check and do the research on what the line was there. Um, no more live sports, I believe tonight, except uh, high school football. Uh, the infamous and uh, celebrity driven Arch Manning nephew of Peyton and Eli Manning, uh, son of Cooper Manning, uh, is a big big, I believe he's in the class of 2023 high school football quarterback, of course, for uh, Newman High School in Louisiana, getting a lot of recognition. He was on one of the big channels tonight in high school football action. but again, we got another big Sunday and NFL football spent, but we did have some sports news around the landscape today. And let's start the NFL with Le'Veon Bell. And, uh, you know, we'll actually bring our, our guest picker in tonight, our man Big Ben. You can follow him on Instagram, at Benny Superfly. Benny, I know you got some opinions on uh, everything that's going on in sports, so I wanted to let you get the floor. You'll you'll be picking against us tonight. Uh, but also, this is, this is a move a little unexpected from my perspective and a lot of football fans, but the Chiefs just add to their depth and they become even scarier in your division, in the AFC West, adding Le'Veon Bell. And now they could just open up that offense that much more with adding him in the mix. What are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I hate it. Uh, and I know Spence probably hates it just as much as I do. Uh, and first and foremost, hey, thank you guys for having me on the show, by the way. So. Anytime, um, Hey, but I mean, let's just, look, let, let's just look back. I mean, just three seasons ago before he was ruined by Gase, and I really think it was just a personal thing. Uh this guy was all pro. You know what I mean? He was literally the best back in the league and uh probably like top 5. I don't, I don't know the exact number, but he was probably up there for a receiver. And the number one receiver lined up right next to him, right? So uh just when you think the the Chiefs going to get any better, they they absolutely did. And it's it's really not what they needed, but you know, picking up Bell will benefit anyone. Anyway.
1: Benny, I know my opinions can be uh, looked at as a hater sometimes, but uh, I kind of had the, the same opinion of Le'Veon Bell as I do Philip Rivers less than five years ago. Um, because, listen, uh, in our gym that we play basketball at, former NFL player Travis Taylor, we had this right. discussion about the best running back in the league. And I said, yeah. without a doubt, it was Christian McCaffrey in year two. And I said, Le'Veon Bell, no. Um, and we don't know what Le'Veon Bell maybe could have been because right during his peak – he decided it was in his best interest to sit out a season to leverage himself contractually with the Steelers. He has not been the same since. We can blame it on Gase and the Jets, but uh, the film and the stats don't lie either. And he really needs to pop big here with the Chiefs if he wants to get another contract and really get his name back in the mix as a viable running back in this league. We've realized in the NFL, uh, running backs can be considered a diamond dozen. We know what your trackers did. Moving on from Melvin Gordon, they like what they have in Austin Eckler. Um, some teams have decided to invest in the running back, but others uh, are saying that you know we don't feel like we can. We need to pay a guy this kind of money when we can go and draft someone that's going to give us the same production. Spence, what is your opinion here with this move by the Chiefs acquiring Le'Veon Bell to add to an even more stacked Super Bowl champion Chiefs squad?
2: Yeah, uh, and the thing is, I was that's the most frustrating is that they look beatable this year. You know, the ra- the loss for the Raiders. That's more of a divisional thing, but they've been stopped three times this season. Uh, it'll take time for him to learn the system, but we know Andy Reid is so talented offensively. Now that he has a weapon that he can use basically anywhere on the field. It- it's it's annoying more than anything. So we'll see.
1: Ben, I wanna ask you this question. With your Chargers, uh kind of Eckler's been a little banged up and maybe can use an, another weapon. Would you have liked to see the Chargers make a run at Le'Veon Bell? Could that have worked within their system? I I really think anybody could have benefited
3: from uh picking up Bell. Uh, I, I think he's consistent. I think he's everything that you look for in a back. He's efficient in the red zone. He you know, he can score, um and he can catch out the backfield. So um I would have loved to see him with it, But me personally, I love – he's my favorite back in the league. So, uh,
1: Well, I want to ask you this too, and then, Spence, we talked about it last week, but kind of tying in hand-to-hand being former Steelers, we mentioned it briefly on last show. Antonio Brown, he's a guy that's been quiet for about a month, which is the longest he's been quiet in many years. Um, but I fully expect his name to be floated around the NFL, NFL circles once his suspension is lifted. Do you think that his name will be floated around, or do you think his time in the NFL is going to have to wait till 2021? No, I think, it, I think it's absolutely going to be thrown around, uh, mainly because we're
3: still early in the season, uh, and then there's going to be those teams that are really fighting to get in the playoffs that are probably going to be hurting from injuries or something along those lines. One of those situations, those situations are going to happen, uh, and there's going to be teams that are desperate, I think, you know, and, and they're going to lean towards AB possible.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I just think I'm, – I'm a little surprised a team like the Patriots and the Bears, like we talked about on Tuesday's show, weren't more in the conversation. Uh, but the Chiefs certainly lit up the, uh, the social media boards, and, and they're going to be a big talking point with this acquisition. We'll see how quickly he gets acclimated to the system and how quickly the Chiefs get him into the lineup. It's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, of course, they can't be too happy about losing a divisional game to the Raiders the way they did this past Sunday. But it definitely makes them uh, even more of a threat than they already are. It gives them depth. It gives them flexibility in different ways. Because we know Le'Veon Bell can split out wide. Um, and this maybe gives Bell the kind of motivation that he needs um, to really put himself back on the map. Map Ben, I believe he's under 30. Absolutely. So, I mean, he's still a young guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. You know, I think he's 28, 29. So he's still a young guy and he had that year off. Look, he's playing for a Super Super Bowl champion and a prohibited Super Bowl favorite this year. Uh, That's all the motivation anybody would need to really kind of uh, step their game up. So it's going to be exciting to watch. Because, look, at the bottom line, we may be critical in the media. We may have strong opinions. uh, But at the end of the day, I I like to be proved wrong. I mean, I've given a lot of sports athletes flack in the past. And when they step up to the plate amongst the pressure and amongst the heat of the media and they ball out, I could do nothing but give, uh, give him, you know, all the credit in the world. And uh, early in his career, LeBron did that. I was very critical of LeBron James when he uh, seeming, seemingly gave series away against Boston earlier in his Cleveland career, and a lot of people questioned his decision making, his heart. And look, I had to backtrack based on the facts and the analysis that he proved on the court. He's a champion. He's two, he's two championships away uh, from matching Jordan and his longevity and consistency is unmatched by anybody and will never be matched, even by the great Bill Russell. This uh, Bill Russell had some of the greatest consistency in NBA history with the Celtics, uh, but LeBron James, 17 years in, has taken it to an absolutely new level. I know some people will say Kareem. Uh, but this is totally different. LeBron has played almost every single game throughout his career, only being down by injury a little bit. Um, but look, that I mean, we're, we're talking apples and oranges. You know, we, we started talking about Le'Veon Bell. Uh, the bottom line is he's got he's going to have something to prove, and there's no better situation for him to maximize his potential than in Kansas City. Uh, but going to basketball, let's let's hit on the news that Tyron Lue is official, officially now the Lakers' new head coach. I think it's a good hire because of the name recognition and the stability. Uh, of course, a lot of people talking about Sam Cassell also on the bench for the Clippers is due to have a shot at being an NBA coach. And Spence, jump in here also. Um, you know, what do you think about Sam Cassell and what do you think about the Tyron Lue hire? We talked about Tuesday, the, the Western Conference, how it's going to look in 2021. Definitely the Clippers need some stability as they certainly, even though it was a pandemic-shortened season in a bubble, they didn't expect to be bounced from the playoffs the way they were. Uh, definitely a lot of talk with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Lou Williams in Atlanta getting some chicken wings, just to not what the Clippers expected. The Lakers did what they were supposed to do. How does this Tyron Lue hire kind of even the ship going in the direction and kind of eave the waters that have been – raising kind of high here over the last couple months with the Clippers organization.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I can start. Well, we know he has championship experience. We know he has experience with the uh, superstars, you know, LeBron James, uh, Kyrie Irving, which didn't last very long, but I mean, it lasted for one season, which was enough for a championship. And I think that's what the Clippers are looking for. You know, <laughs> PG said it the worst when they lost. He said that we weren't looking for a championship this year. And it's like, well, you're lying because your window is pretty short. You have all these crazy contracts flying around. This isn't something that you're looking to build upon over the next couple years and then make your run. It's championship or bust. That's exactly how the Lakers are laid out as well. And that's how you should do it. If you got a chance at it, you should do it right then and right there because it doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, uh, look, I got to give a
1: shout-out to Chris Wynn if he's still in the chat. Chris, don't go anywhere, man, because uh, we have our guests and our listeners come on to pick against us in NFL. And if Ben doesn't get the job this week, man, step up to the plate. Chris Wynn, take on me and the Wiz. Your Lions are back in action this week. Uh, They've got a favorable matchup against Jacksonville. So keep coming, man. Uh, The Wiz carries the crown for uh, the rest stop show right now. Uh, But it's up for grabs this week. But look, guys, we're going to keep it in the NBA. Rockets general manager, a little bit of unexpected news: Daryl Morey steps down after over a decade with the organization. Uh, look, Tillman Fertitta made a move. This this organization either thinks they to win a championship now, or it's going to be time to rebuild. Um, Spence, what do you think? What direction do you think the Rockets go now that Daryl Morey is no longer in charge of basketball operations?
2: One of the toughest jobs to take in the NBA, for sure, at least in my opinion. you got a roster that's without any depth at the center position or really at the four position. They don't have a true power forward, which I guess is technically fine, although we saw how impactful power forwards were in this NBA playoff, so maybe they're going to have to restructure it. They're going to be looking for guys like – Wow, I just I don't even know what direction you're going. I mean, you have a lot to do here. You need a you need a strong center. I mean, I feel like you try to make a package for Nurkic, but the Trailblazers certainly wouldn't be too interested in that. And the Rockets just gave up a bunch of assets to get Chris Paul. In my opinion, or, or to get Russell Westbrook. In my opinion, they're stuck they don't they can't really do anything. They're have the roll with what they got. I don't know how they change their offensive style either. It's not like they can pivot to something else. I mean. I it's just, whoever takes that job is, is a better man than me
1: Ben your thoughts what did the Rockets do now this is a Western Conference it's going to be even deeper than it was last year uh, it's kind of like bad timing for Westbrook and Harden the West is so deep and so tough uh, I mean I don't know what the Rockets can do to kind of get over the hump in the Western Conference what do you think about Maury stepping down after over a decade with the Rockets organization I
3: I so at the beginning of the playoffs or when they stepped into the bubble, um, I kind of had this idea, I I kind of figured that the Rockets were gonna get bounced, right, um, and I've been saying and I'm a big fan I'm a big fan of uh of Harden, but I, to be honest I think they should get everything they can for Harden right, and that's just me personally I, I I don't know I haven't really been keeping up with them but that's just my thoughts on Rockets I don't keep up with them I'm Lakers fan,
1: uh, and <laughs> that's all that I have for the Rockets really. <laughs> Ben, so I got to ask you about your Lakers, and I don't know if anybody's talked about this, and Spence, real quick, your, both your guys' opinion. We know that the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, parted ways with Billy Donovan, and they're going to look to ultimately rebuild from the bottom up. Is this now the Lakers' chance to finally land Chris Paul? I mean, Chris Paul's going to be out there. Do the Lakers make a move in some capacity to add him to the mix to repeat as champions? What are your thoughts there?
2: I, the cap space to me is too sticky they'd have to give up too much we know ad's opting out he i think he said that today and he's going to re-sign with the lakers that'll be a max deal you got it to, you got to get rid of pieces like danny green which i guess he was pretty bad in the playoffs but still what benefited him the most was championship experience and when you trade that off with chris paul you're getting no championship experience and i know he's more talented than danny green but still uh, I, I don't think they need it. LeBron led the league in assists this year. Uh it's too it doesn't work out in my mind at least.
1: Ben, you can unmute your mic and jump in on the Chris Paul conversation. <laughs>
3: yeah, man. Hey, so I, I love Chris Paul. Uh I think I, I feel I have the same I, I share usual feelings with, with Spence. Um I I think they're I don't know man. I, I think they would benefit obviously but they're, they're going to probably have to give it too much to, to do it. So um, I, I should say thank
1: this one. Guys, before we get into our week six picks, college football, the biggest news of the season, in my opinion. Spence, you can put the graphic up also. Nick Saban uh, officially tested positive COVID-19. This is huge news for the SEC, uh, for Alabama football. Look, they look they to be on schedule to play their game uh, this weekend. I don't know why it's slipping my mind who they face. It's Georgia. We take on Georgia this weekend. Um, I don't know that the line moves that much with Saban not being on the sidelines. I think he's got all of his guys prepared, but this is enormous news. Um, in college football, University of Florida, they had to postpone the Cincinnati college football game this week. And Spence, you've talked about it since the very beginning. I mean, what's, college football looks to be pressing on. They're, at this point, they feel like they've jumped in and they're not going to stop. But this is not good news uh, for the SEC or college football.
2: Yeah, it's certainly not getting better <laughs> at the very least. You think that they be able to change protocols or something like that. I haven't heard a word about that. Guys are just getting it, and they're trying to deal with it as it goes along. And you feel like there's maybe a better solution out there. I don't know what it is. I'm glad I'm not in control of those committees. Uh, I don't see it getting any better unless they make huge changes, put them in a bubble. But I already mentioned that before, how the logistical impossibilities of that, how big college football teams are, how big the staffs are i don't know i think they're gonna i don't think the season ends
1: yeah we're gonna we're gonna have to see how that how that goes uh i think florida university of florida i don't know if they're on track to still face lsu after them having to shut down football operations this week but look uh ben it's too bad that Corey hasn't joined the chat yet because uh spencer (laughs) the whiz has something a little special for him but spence before we do that Uh, Let's get our graphic going because we're about to start week six NFL picks with Benny Superfly joining us to try to beat the Wiz and the Believer.
3: Anything you could do, I could do better. (laughs) I can do anything better than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Anything
2: you can
1: be, I can be greater Spence, what do you think? Should we uh should we give it a little time and see if Corey joins us before we uh, hit his uh, unfortunate demise after one week?
2: Yeah, I think we should wait. He's got to be in here to see it because it's going to go on uh, Twitter too. So,
1: all right. Well, let's start it off. Uh, we're going to take on lines uh, from William Hill directly from the app this morning. Uh, so, yeah, Audrey Hart hit it right on the head. Brad's not doing very good. Uh, ben. ben <laughs> In case you didn't follow, I went uh, an unheard of one win, twelve losses last week. Uh, nobody, I, on pl- yeah, nobody on planet Earth could have done that bad if they tried the hardest. So uh, that, I don't think that'll be topped by anybody this year. Going one and twelve, I can't get worse. So I'm looking to get back on the right track this year uh, because if I have another repeat performance, uh, Spencer the Wiz is going to officially take over. And uh, that trash receptacle that Corey had last week, um, that'll be officially where you can find me if I don't get it together. So we're going to go with the William Hill lines, and we're going to start off in Indianapolis, Ben, with one of your favorite quarterbacks, Phillip Rivers, at home against the Cincinnati Bengals, the Colts, seven and a hook from William Hill. Ben, start us off. Who you like? Joe Burrow, Phillip Rivers, in Indianapolis. Seven and a half, Colts.
3: All right, so I, I thought about this because I knew you were gonna, I knew you were gonna <laughs> dwell on it for a little bit about Phil, right? Uh, but I, I was really, really tempted to fade the Colts, but you know, I'm gonna take Colts to the points on this
1: one. Okay. okay, wait, wait. You said you were tempted to k- take the Colts, but you're taking the Colts with the points. I'm confused. No, I said I was, temp- I was, I was almost, I was gonna fade them.
3: I was, I was oh, about okay. to push them off and go the other way, but now I'm gonna, I'm gonna go stick with the Colts and the points.
1: Okay, Ben is in for the Colts, minus a seven and a half. Spence, do you want to uh, go second here? Gosh,
2: this is a tough game. I hate this matchup. I hate the hook, too, so I can't depend on a push here. I'm going to go with the Colts. Uh, They didn't look great defensively uh, against the Browns, but the Browns are the hottest team in the league. I still believe in the Colts' defense enough to get this done, and the Bengals look like they're falling apart at the seams a little bit. Dick Guys,
1: at, at some point, I've got to get back on the right track. Okay, um, the, Col- the, the Bengals have been competitive all year, um, except last week they were dominated up and down by the Ravens. I think they get better from that performance. Um, I really like Joe Burrow. I've been saying it all year. And the Colts have a couple key players on defense banged up. Uh, clearly, my lack of preparation on injuries cost me in a few games last week, so I don't know if Darius Leonard – And some of the other injuries they'll have back for the Colts. But I'm going to take that risk and I'm going to be the sole one that's going to go Bengals plus the seven and a half because I got to stay true to my hate towards Phillip Rivers and the smoking Man that (laughs) that are the Indianapolis Colts. So uh, we'll see if the Believer gets off to a one and no start in this game. Guys, game two, I got on the list. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens traveled to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Ravens, seven and a hook, same number. Eagles burned me last week. Uh, they were close, but uh, the Steelers overtook them. Uh, I know I shouldn't let that affect me, but I just I think the Ravens are that much better. I'm going to take them as the road favorite. I'll start this one off, guys. I'm going to take the Ravens minus seven and a hook.
2: The floodgate on uh, their, on the Eagles' defense is starting to open up. When the Steelers start blowing you out offensively, like by, by rookies, what are the Ravens going to do? I'll stick with the Ravens here as well.
3: Right, so I'm not going to go with the Ravens. I will take the Eagles plus 7.5.
2: Benny,
1: Benny, I like it. You got a chance to have a solid week so far this week. Uh, Game three, divisional matchup. The Browns, as Spencer the Wiz said, the hottest team in the NFL. They travel to Heinz Field to take on the Steelers, who are undefeated. Short line, Steelers minus three from William Hill. Browns at Steelers. Spencer, since you're so high on the Browns, I'll let you start this one off.
2: Uh, I am high. I well, I'm high in the Browns, but uh, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it here in this matchup. I Think the Steelers stay hot here. I think their defense take care of business. I know that quarterback over over there in Cleveland, Baker Mayfield, still has a few games where he turns the ball over a lot of times. It's going to be against anybody. It's going to be against the Steelers. I'll take the Steelers.
3: Benny. Yeah. So just to pick up what uh you know caveat off to what Spencer said the last the last take. Um, the Steelers looked hot against the Eagles, man. Uh, the way they used Claypool was just, it was, their play call was amazing. Uh, and I think they're just going to get better from this point. So I'm with Pittsburgh minus um, 10
1: Uh Spence, you know me. It's on record. I don't care too much for the Steelers. I don't care too much for the Browns. Uh, so there's nothing that delights me about picking either team in this matchup. Um, that being said, I rarely ever go with either of these teams, although I have lately. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh here because I don't think Cleveland's ready in this matchup, which teams are very familiar with, and, and Pittsburgh dominates this magic t- matchup typically. It's a short number. Uh, I don't think that the Browns are ready to get over that hump and overtake the Steelers, although I don't think the Steelers are that great. Ben, you mentioned it. They found something with Notre Dame rookie Clay, Chase Claypool. Uh, solid receiver, two touchdowns, looks really good. They got a good tight end in Eric Ebron, James Conner. Uh, can get them some yards. And Ben Roethlisberger, uh, I guess we can say, he's playing pretty good football so far this year. Mike Tomlin looks good. Looks good as the Steelers coach, has them in a good position. And I'll, I'll take the short number. I'll take the Steelers at home, minus three. Guys, the next matchup, even though on paper a lot of people will probably be bored by this, I'm very interested by it because I love the Alex Smith story. Uh, it's It's one of the greatest stories in football for my money. Uh, I just really love what this guy has done. I love his character. I love everything about him. And uh, I don't know if he'll get to start this week. I don't know how bad Kyle Allen's injury was. If you guys know, please fill me in. If not, I'll have to do some more research. But I'm going to go with uh, the inclination that Alex Smith may get some playing time. The Washington football team in division traveled of New York to take on the Giants. Giants sit as a field goal favorite as they played the Cowboys really tough last week. Uh, ben, you want to start this one off?
3: Yeah, Washington. man. So I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, so I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have to go with the Jazz on this one. Uh, I, I I love the Alex Alex Smith story just as as much as you do. Um, but just being honest, man, he didn't look like he's a he didn't look like himself, and you know for obvious reasons. And Kyle Allen is, is he's bad, man. Uh, or uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Kyle Allen.
1: Am I getting his name wrong? No, Kyle Allen's the uh, he was the starter last week that left for injury. Uh, Spence, right, I think right. Spence is trying to check if uh, who's going to be the starter this week. So uh, I'm right. not sure exactly what the, the what Washington's listed on their injury report. I'm guessing Alex Smith may start again. I don't know that for sure. I think Spence is trying to find out, but I'm going to go with the inclination that Alex Smith will play again uh, this week or at least get some playing time. Uh, that being said, I, I just think the whole team as a whole, rallies around the fact that Smith got some action last week. And I think the defense of Washington has been competitive. I don't know if Chase Young's ready to come back from injury. I'm going to, again, go out on a guess and say that he will, or he's due to come back soon. Uh, I just think Washington gets a win here. I, I, I still think the Giants are one of the two worst teams in the league. They were competitive last week. But I think Washington gets the outright win in this matchup. I'll take the Redskins plus the three. Spence, did you find anything out for us?
2: I don't think – I think they're going to announce it game day. That seems to be the general consensus. They're, like, open to p- playing Dwayne Hassens again this season, so it's not going to be him. That seems pretty assuming from that uh, article title. And Kyle Allen was a full participant in practice, so.
1: So he'll probably Gosh. get the start.
2: Yeah, that He's swings bad. things for me if he does. Wow, Kyle is Allen awful. is terrible. This is awful. <clears throat>
1: Well, Benny's on, on the Giants. I'm on the Redskins. Uh, so you're going to side with one of us, Spence. <laughs>
2: it's two of the worst teams in football. It's so depressing.
1: Anybody have any updates on Chase Young when he's due to be back from injury? He's an important part as a rookie on that defense. I'm going to have to do some investigating. Uh, he certainly changes the defensive dynamic. I know he's been out for a few weeks. Um, if he was on the... And on the IR with this with the new rules with COVID, he was only due to miss three weeks I don't know how serious that injury was and if he'll be back this week I imagine he will be back soon but I don't know that for sure
2: I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Washington here I like I'll take the plus points it's really the thing that tips it for me
1: all right guys another divisional matchup on the next one AFC South matchup the Houston Texans get their first win last week the Tennessee Titans who played Tuesday looked the best they've looked all year, but they've got a really short week. They stay at home. Very short number. Titans minus three against the Texans. Spence, you've had quite the opinion about the Texans this year. I'll let you start this one off. Very short number. Is this a little confusing to you why this number is only three?
2: It is. Uh, there's a lot of momentum going into that Jacksonville game, and I knew that because under a new head coach, right, everybody's fighting for the job. So everyone's adrenaline's running. Everyone wants to stay with the team, right, get their money. Uh, I, I'm not going to be too fooled by this. I know it's a short week. That's probably why the line is closer than it, than it is. But Tennessee top to bottom is much better. I'm going Tennessee minus three. I think it's pretty easy.
1: Uh, guys, I'm going to go um, second on this one. Before Tuesday's game, I believe the Titans won their combined three games by less than six points in all three games. Um, so I'm not ready to say after one week – of great football by Tennessee and awful football by Buffalo, that Tennessee is now the new Baltimore Ravens of the conference. I think Houston builds off of the momentum, and even though they're trying to fool you with this number, I'm going to take the Texans plus the three. Benny, break the tie.
3: I'm with Brad. I'm with the believer. I'm believing this week in Houston. Uh, I, I, I think Houston got this. So
1: there you with go. Brad. All right, Spence, you have a real opportunity to, uh, again, stake your claim as the crown of the rest stop with uh, the NFL picks. This is against the William Hill line off the app from earlier this morning. The next game, uh, this one, is, again, is confusing to me. The Detroit Lions off of a bye week, they're three-point favorites at Jacksonville. Jacksonville, every week I take them. Every week they get blown out. Um, I, I'm not going to get burnt again. Look, the uh, Detroit Lions have blown a double-digit lead in every one of their games. There's no reason they shouldn't blow out Jacksonville. Now, for whatever reason, they'll come off this bye, and if they find a way to lose this game, Matt Patricia will be out before he gets to the bus. So I'm taking Lions minus three. Spence?
2: Jacksonville gets all these favorable lines. Like last week against the Texans, even though I think Texans have the worst constructed roster, they're not the least talented roster. Uh, Detroit. Detroit's going to blow them out.
1: Spence or uh, Ben. Yes, yeah, so I'm,
3: I'm with both of you guys on this one. I, I'm going with Detroit. Um, we always talk about there's Jets that are the worst and the Giants. Um, and I think uh, the Jags actually belong down there with them somewhere along, you
1: know, at the bottom. Well, what are they, what are they doing with this line? They're trying to fool us, guys, just like they did a couple weeks ago with Seattle. And Miami was close in that game. So what are they doing here? Why are they doing this off of a bot? Detroit should dominate this team. They should blow them out of the water. They've been double-digit ahead in every game this year. New Orleans, Green Bay, you name it. They should destroy Jacksonville. They should go up 28-3 to in the first half. Matt Stafford should go up and down the damn field on Jacksonville. Absolutely. So what the hell is going to happen? I'm telling you, something's going to happen in this game that's going to make us sweat this out. This number went from three and a half to three. What the F is going on? Jacksonville. I've gone with – Spence, have I not gone with them like three straight weeks?
2: And yeah, I don't know why I, you do, but yeah. – well, <laughs> Yeah,
1: well, look at this line. Why is it three? Explain yeah, it to I me. I have no idea. Trap. Well, try. It's a yes, it's a trap. What are they trapping me for? What the hell's going on here?
3: <laughs> Ending up free money. Free yeah, money. Matt Saffer is going to be – he's going to be able to build a house in the pocket too. Spence
1: said it. Free money, guys. I'll give Corey his credit even though he's not here. He said bet your mortgage on Arizona last week. That was an easy cover. This has got to be an easy cover. Spence, are you ready to say lock. Lock, lock of the day? Are you ready to put this your mortgage lock. on the Lions? It's got to be, right? Uh, ben? I, would, I would
2: imagine. I would imagine. This is the lock. This is the lock.
1: All right. Uh, Spence, if it doesn't happen this way, get this clip ready for the, uh, for the rewind. Uh, over the weekend if the, if the Lions find a way to blow this game and also take the Matt Patricia's dawn before the bus if the Lions do not win against Jacksonville. All right, guys, next game, Chicago Bears travel to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Ben Spence, the Panthers have won three straight with no Christian McCaffrey. Three straight, new quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, first-year coach, Matt Rule. Remember, Remember LSU last year in college football? Remember how awesome they were? Offensive coordinator Joe Brady, is the offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. And they are playing damn good football. They're winning every week, and they're not just barely winning. They're covering. And the Lions, at home, one-and-a-half point favorite against the Bears. Uh, Spence, you know how pissed I am at the Bears. Cost me $500 a couple weeks ago on my parlay. Uh, I will not pick them the rest of the year. Give me the Panthers, minus one-and-a-half.
2: I think you're letting your emotions take this one over a little bit. I
1: absolutely am, and I don't care right now.
2: That's what you should not be doing when you're betting. You should be impartial (laughs) to every single game. I said this last week that you can't ride Carolina forever, and I do kind of regret that, but I'm going to stick with that same sentiment again. The thing is with Carolina that their defense isn't great, and I think that's all Chicago needs to win this game outright, so I'll take them plus one and a half here. I think Chicago gets the win. Ben, yeah. So I'm a, I'm actually opposite of Spence. I
3: think uh, Panthers went outright. Um, oh, Teddy, two glove. Hey, that guy. He's good at taking care of the ball, and I think that's what's really been helping him. He's a great game manager. Um, and they, unfortunately, they have just been overshadowed by a, you know a, a terrible defense. So uh, I am with
1: the Panthers, guys. I haven't watched too much game film and snap for snap of Carolina this year, but I watched a little bit last week. Man, DJ Moore and that other guy they have as receiver, I I can't think of it off the top of my head. But, look, Joe Brady's doing – he's pressing the right buttons. He's getting these guys in space, and and Teddy's not having to make too many important decisions down the field. Uh, And these guys in space are making plays, and they're getting production out of Mike Davis. And you mentioned Teddy Bridgewater. He's making all the right choices. uh, So we'll see if that continues. Matt Rule has got to be in the conversation for Coach of the Year. Through five games Uh, very unexpected for the Carolina Panthers to be sitting where they're at and if the playoffs started next week they'd be in prime position to have one of those extra spots in the playoffs so it's going to be this is a big game for Carolina to see how the rest of their season is going to go is it going to be like you said Spence we can't ride them forever or do they keep it going and go for four straight without Christian McCaffrey that's going to be interesting to follow Guys, this one got delayed because of COVID. It was supposed to be played last week. Broncos at Patriots. It looks like Cam Newton will play. Stefan Gilmore probably will play too. Uh, Drew Locke may be back for Denver. This line still sits around nine and a half in New England. Denver Broncos traveling to Foxborough to ta- take on the Patriots. Benny, start us off with this one.
3: Yeah, so I uh... – I, I looked at – I reviewed all the other games. I there's like three that I missed, and this is one of them that I didn't really dive deep into. So um, I'm winging it, and I'm not going against the Pats. So I'll take the Pats on this point.
1: Minus nine and a half, Spence.
2: True lock's going to be back, and I said that I was going to swing it for me, and now I'm still debating it. What do You I'll, you, you can go, Brad. I'll, I'm going to think – I'm going to just do on this one.
1: Yeah, this is a tough one. It's not quite double digits. It's not really the key number of ten or seven and a half. Uh, I, I typically don't like, like laying this big a number. It is Foxborough. Bill Belichick's had an extra week to prepare. Right. Cam, I, I, Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, I, I think last week I took Denver, uh, but I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go ahead and roll Patriots with uh, Cam expecting to start. I'll take New England minus nine and a half, regrettably, but I'll do it.
2: I'm going to go Broncos here. They, they've been keeping it close against good teams. I think that's too high in my opinion especially with Drew Lock back.
1: Guys, uh, another divisional matchup on the next game. AFC East battle. The New York Jets maybe uh, – maybe not maybe. It's probably close to unanimous that the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. They traveled to Miami to take on the Dolphins, and the Dolphins exploded last week on the road against the 49ers and destroyed them, scored 40-plus points. That being said, can you make that this line big enough? We know how bad the Jets are. Dolphins minus nine. Uh, with a team that we don't know week to week what to get from the Dolphins, we know what to get from the Jets. Spence, do you want to start this game off? Divisional matchup: Jets, Dolphins. Dolphins minus nine.
2: Another awful, awful line. Uh, jeez. Trying to walk myself through this. I mean, where did that come from? For the Dolphins, It's really the ultimate question here. Can they do that two weeks in a row? But the Jets are just that bad too. Golly. Joe Flacco might really be that bad. I think I'm going to go with the Dolphins here, but I reg- i am going to regret that. I know it. Ben, yeah, I'm with—I'm with
3: the Dolphins. I don't think you can ever go with the Jets ever. Uh, I think my man Howard is going to have a great game. I think they're—I they, uh, um, think they're missing something. Van Noy. I think he's out though uh, for the Dolphins, but I still doesn't don't think that makes a difference. I'm with the Dolphins.
1: Uh I'm gonna do it to myself, Spence. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just a glutton for punishment. Uh, of course, I love the Dolphins in a teaser. Uh, here's my angle, guys. I'm. I'm shooting from my ass here. Okay, Adam Gase, revenge factor. Dolphins, former Dolphins coach, gets rid of Bell. Has a spark in this week, and they keep it close. <laughs> Give me the freaking Jets plus the nine.
2: I feel like I'm gonna regret that, but I gotta stick with my gut.
1: All right, guys, uh, I'm going to get off of that game quick because I don't want to ruin my mood anymore by talking about me taking the Jets and disgusted by (laughs) even doing that, but I just don't believe Miami is worth nine points. Uh, Packers in Tampa Bay against the Bucs. Apparently Tom Brady forgot what down it was, and people in the Tampa media and sports media still talking about him chewing out his teammates. Uh, Look, Brady's usually great off of a loss. Uh, we don't know is Devonte Adams going to be back in the lineup? Possibly. It doesn't seem to matter for the Packers as Aaron Rodgers continues to play MVP type football week in and week out. They had the buy. William Hill had it this morning at Packers minus one. Benny, you start this one off Packers minus one at Tampa Bay against Brady and the Bucks.
3: Yes. So this one was tough. The, the battle of the Bay. Um, I, I still don't feel comfortable with either one of them. Um, but I think I, I'm with the Packers. Yeah, I think the Packers are going to be one of the dominant teams. in the NFC. They already are, really. Uh, so I'm I'm just, I'm going to have to go with the Packers. I think they went out right.
1: Guys, I've gone back and forth on this one. Um, you know, some people that I respect are on Tampa Bay. Um, you know, this is definitely a prime spot for Brady to get right. But I'm going to go with this analysis. Uh, Tampa Bay is not New England. And it's really tough to get a losing culture back to being winners. And it may take a little bit longer, even though I've said week in and week out that I think Tampa will get better. I think in this scenario, it, they're not quite ready to clean up the small mistakes that they've been making with the penalties and the inconsistency. And I don't know that you can beat yourself too much with penalties and mistakes to beat an Aaron Rodgers team. That's really hot. I think they can run the ball really well with Aaron Jones. And if they have Devonte Adams back, that just adds to their offensive efficiency. I'm going to go ahead and go with the road team off a of bye. I'll take the Packers minus the point. Spence?
2: Yeah, you're not fooling me here. I, I'm not sold on Tampa Bay just yet. We had They had that big win against the Saints or whatever, but now we see the Saints aren't that great. Uh, so until I see Tom Brady play up and beat one of the best teams in the league, I'm not going to believe it. This line is w- really short, so the advantage really goes to all to the Packers here. This is an easy one for me. Packers. I'm very confident.
1: I think that's unanimous guys. We're all on the Packers here. Uh, We're going to travel to the NFC West for the next matchup, a road favorite, the Rams who got another win last week. They traveled to San Francisco to take on the Jimmy Garoppolo led 49ers. He'll be back in the starting lineup. Uh, The worst performance in quite some time, definitely the worst performance under the Kyle Shanahan regime as the dolphins blew them off the field. Uh, Guys, uh how do you how does anybody go with San Francisco after what they saw last week? I know the biggest mistake in betting is going by what you saw last week. And if San Francisco was taking on any other team uh that wasn't a divisional foe, I would be on San Francisco. But being a divisional rival And I like the way that the Rams are playing. I'll start this one off, guys. The Rams don't have to travel too far. It's a divisional matchup. I'm only laying three. I think the Rams get it done. Uh, I think there's a little bit of turmoil at the quarterback position uh, for San Francisco. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams minus the three on the road. Spence, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I don't think they're going to struggle as much offensively as they did against the Dolphins. But defensively, I have a lot of questions there. Uh, well, we we know they're decimated by injuries and everything like that. I mean, they've played. The thing is that it's frustrating that they've either opened it up or been dominant on defense. But I don't think they're going to be able to be dominant defensively against the Rams. The Rams seem like they really have it figured out. They're back in a flow, back looking like their Super Bowl self. Uh, I like the short line on this one. If it was a little higher at seven, I, I would take the 49ers. But here, I'm happy with the three. I'll take uh, the Rams here.
3: Ben. Yeah, I, I'm a, I agree with Spence. I think uh, you know the Niners are going to perform a lot better than they did last week on offense. Uh, but I, I just don't think it's going to be enough to to you know put out the Rams. They're hot. Um, and the Rams are looking really good right now. So I'm
1: with the Rams. Guys, I think this is going to be the best game of the week. Uh, Kansas City coming off a loss. Three and a half point road favorites against the Buffalo Bills. Bills got destroyed on Tuesday night by the Titans. Spence, I have a feeling where you're going to go on this one. Um, But we've talked about my love for Josh Allen. I'm going to ride it until he loses me four in a row. I think they bounce back in impressive fashion. I think Stephon Diggs has a really big game. I think Buffalo is very well coached with Sean McDermott. I think they get it right and they stay within that three and a half at home. Give me the Bills plus the three and a half, Spence.
2: No, I'm not buying that. I think they get blown <laughs> out. I think it's a pretty bad game. Uh I, I'm I like what the Bills have been doing, obviously. They've had a few impressive wins. Their defense just isn't good enough. Don't let the don't let the Raiders game be like your kind of target, like, oh, look how well they played against them. Nah, I'm I think it's gonna be like I think Kansas City is going to be really upset about their performance last week. I expect a huge bounce back from the uh, future Super Bowl yeah. champions this year.
1: Ben, what do you think?
2: So
3: I, I, so I think, I think Kansas City will win, right? Uh, but I don't think it will be by that much. I'm going to go with the Bills and the points. But I mean, and the reason, and, and the only reason is this: I think Stefan Diggs is going to have a huge game. Uh, we've known this, you know. They picked up Bell. Casey picked up Bell. He's not going to play, but still. It's still not what they really needed. I mean, they still don't have a pass rest. They still don't have any – they still have a terrible – I mean, they don't have a great secondary. Um, I think Josh
2: Allen lights them up.
1: Spence, you have an opportunity to really uh...
2: – I, I, Yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm setting myself up for 1 in 10. I'm yeah. scared.
1: <laughs> ben, all right, uh, Spence, that's not possible, okay? I hold that crown, and that's not one that you want.
2: Right, I don't guys. want it, but <laughs> – All
1: right, guys. Uh, another one that, that looks a little odd. Um, but do do the Dallas Cowboys rally around the fact that Dak Prescott has lost? Do they rally around Andy Dalton? The Arizona Cardinals traveled a big D to take on the Cowboys. Nice win for Arizona last week against a bad team. This number's only one and a half on William Hill. Arizona-Dallas, I don't know that Andy Dalton's the answer, and we still know what Dallas is on defense. Not very good. That being said, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, I hope, have a big game uh, Deandre Hopkins back in the state of Texas for this one. Give me the Cardinals minus one and a half. Ben, what do you think about this game? Um,
3: I'm with the believer on this one. I, I man, the Dallas defense is awful. Um, man, and and I, I don't know. We don't, we still, we don't know what it's going to be like without that. Right. So we don't know how the offense is going to look with Andy Dalton. Although we did, we, we saw that he, you know, he had, a, he drove him to victory last week, but, um, you know, it's 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 still it's still not. We still don't know what it's going to look like. So get you know, give me the uh, give me the bonus.
1: Spencer the Wiz.
2: Wow. Um, in losses for Arizona, they've given up around thirty points. So in my mind, it's can Andy Dalton score thirty around thirty points against the Arizona Cardinals? That that'll be the the target number here. Wow, that's crazy.
1: It's pretty much a pick'em, Spence, with this line being one and a half. Although Dallas we have, have to we, score
2: thirty-five points, I don't think Andy Dalton can score thirty-five points in a game. I'm going to go Arizona here.
1: We're unanimous, there, guys. We'll see how this one shapes up. Uh, Dallas played what I thought was too close a game against the New York Giants. Divisional matchup last week. So we're all with the Falcons last game guys has kind of been taken off the board, but put back on Spence. You can hit the graphic here. It's going to be Falcons in Minnesota against the Vikings. When this line was last posted, it was Vikings minus four. The Atlanta Falcons had to shut down operations today as one of their staff members tested positive for COVID guys, this whole COVID thing, man, it's, it's tough. It's spreading into these sports that aren't in the bubble. And, They look like they're going to press on. looks like these sports are going to press on. The Titans had six potential starters on the COVID injury list. They found a way to play Tuesday. NFL is going to move forward with this. They're going to keep playing. They're going to keep testing. I don't know how this continues to outbreak like it is. Again, I I keep getting different information about the virus left and right. Um, I don't know that this is going to affect the game Sunday. I don't know that it's affected any of the players. We'll have to wait in the next 48 hours to see – as they continue to test if any players will be lost. Julio Jones, though, on the field for Atlanta, has not been consistently on the field, been banged up with injury. And, guys, I think Matt Ryan is taking a precipitous fall down in his play. I I do not like the way he looked at all against Carolina. This team has not won all year. Typically, you'd say, just like Houston, maybe you get a boost after changing head coaches. I don't think Matt Ryan's good enough to get many wins this year. He definitely needs Julio Jones in the lineup. I like their running game. Vikings had a tough loss last week. They're still very decimated on defense. A lot of young guys in the secondary. Uh, but look, Mike Zimmer pretty much owns Atlanta. they If you look at Mike Zimmer's record against a Matt Ryan-led Falcons, I believe he's 4 or 5-0. and oh. um, Matt Ryan has no confidence. I'm going to go against the grain with the coaching change. I'm going to take the Vikings minus 4.
2: Yeah, for the most part, Atlanta's averaged about 20 points over the last three games, so it's whether or not I believe that Minnesota can score 27 here against Atlanta to kind of hit that key number. Or Minnesota can hit that key number of 27. That's That's tough. Atlanta has one of the worst defenses in the league, and it really looks like Minnesota is clicking offensively. I'll also stick with Minnesota here. I think it's a pretty safe bet.
3: Not with it. I, so I, I'm going to go against it on this one, right? I'm going to see. I'm going to go with Atlanta. So um, and I think this the statistic was like something like uh, since 2010, you know, almost 50 percent of teams that fired their coach came into the game their next game and won, or something along those lines. Uh, um, but I, I I do think that uh, the Falcons can score, and especially with Julio on the field, I think they can they can do a lot better. Uh, I'm not giving up on many just yet. I'm with
1: the Falcons, guys. As you can see, I've taken down the Vikings blanket in the background. Um, I'm ready to wave the flag on the season. <laughs> I- I'd like to tank for Trevor Lawrence, uh, but for whatever reason, uh, the Vikings are going to stay competitive under under Coach Mike Zimmer. I don't expect Dalvin Cook to play this week, although the reports coming out of Minnesota is so he's healthier uh, coming into the week. Alexander Madison, second year back at a Boise State, ran well against Seattle. He had close to, if not over, a hundred yards. Unfortunately, on that fourth down carry where they could have iced the game, he didn't take the hole to the right and he tried to squeeze it up in, in between the guard and got stuffed and they lost the game. But I think he's going to be a, a good backup, especially in fantasy if you've handcuffed Dalvin Cook and Mike Boone, who played at the University of Cincinnati. He's also a good backup. And I think uh, the Vikings may sit Cook going into their bye week. We'll see Look, the Vikings need more production out of that defense. Uh, Spencer was right. They are clicking more on offense, but they've got to get Justin Jefferson more touches than he's been getting. We know what he's capable of doing at this point when the ball's in his hands. I think they got to get him some more touches on some reverses and screen passes. Uh, I don't love it. Uh, but I definitely don't love the Falcons. So, uh, it it wouldn't hurt me too much if the Vikings lost every game the rest of the year. Uh, but you know, Atlanta, they got me last week. They got me the week before probably three out of four weeks. They've got me. I don't think they've covered a game yet all year. So, look, I've got to thank Benny Superfly for coming in and giving his picks against the Wiz and the Believer this week. (laughs) Benny, it's too bad uh, that Corey didn't want to jump in today. But, Spence, we'll replay this for Corey. Uh, Ben, stick around. Stick around. But, Spence, I want you to to play it right now, though, for the audience and for Ben here. Uh, Corey, so sorry, buddy. You lost your crown. He can rewatch this uh, on Facebook or on Twitter or at LandryFootball.com. But, Spence, play the graphic, my man. There, there it is. There it is, Benny. Uh, Corey Fulton lasted one week before the rest stop outed him. Uh, I definitely have confidence that you can do better. Even if you don't this week, Ben, you're still going to be much more uh, of a champion than Corey ever was. He couldn't even <laughs> face the music on tonight's show as Spencer the Wiz took back over for the rest stop. All
3: right, guys, I'm coming for that number one spot.
1: All right, Benny. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week, and we'll track the picks this weekend. Uh, good luck to you, man. We'll talk to you soon, brother. All right, thank you, guys. All right, Spence. Uh, so you did it for the rest stop, my man. Uh, we're back in the driver's seat. No help from me, uh, but we found a way to do it, or you found a way to do it, and uh, we'll see if we can keep it going. You, you're on different sides in some of the games this week, so you have got oh, a chance. Wow,
2: we were to almost either... on every game. It feels like it's crazy.
1: We're unanimous in some, but uh, I did feel like we had some opposite games there. Uh, at least three or four, off the top of my head. So it's going to be an interesting week. I mean, I don't even know if I should. Get, who goes one and twelve? They shouldn't even be allowed to give out picks after that. But
2: uh, it's all, it's, a, it's about the long run, at least for me. So you have a yeah. big bounce back. But I wanted to say for if you guys watch the graphic, I, it's it's a series of memes. I'm going to post them on my Twitter, which is on this side. At Spencer the Wiz you guys can hit a like for your favorite meme I made of Corey losing his title Uh, so you guys go ahead and vote I'll be posting it right after the show there's about 12 of them so you guys can pick your favorite
1: Tell tell them one more time where to find that Spence and I'll retweet it also
2: right here at Spencer the Wiz I'm going to post it right after the show it'll be a thread on the same tweet you just have to hit a like on your favorite one we'll see what wins
1: Guys, uh, make sure you follow Spencer the Wiz at Spencer the Wiz. And uh, before we sign off tonight, we're going to go again uh, with some of our new partners at LandryFootball.com and the Landry Twitch page. So don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts. Go to LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located in the upper right-hand side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites legal in your state. Sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match, or risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. It's that easy, guys. And thank you to American betting experts. And go to LandryFootball.com. Click on that icon at the top right-hand portion of the screen. And make sure if you miss any part of our live show, go to LandryFootball.com or go to any of your podcast platforms, Search Landry Football Conference Call, and then look for the rest stop underneath there. We appreciate your downloads, your likes, and of course, make sure to download the Twitch app and go to www.twitch.tv/chrislandryfootball. Give us a like, subscribe, give us your support on that app, and of course, look for the rest stop. And then my personal Facebook page, Twitter at Brad the Believer, and then go ahead and give our subscription to my YouTube channel, Brad the Believer and give us a follow there. I want to thank Brian Bravo, Benny Superfly. Brian, we'll see if your Houston Astros can get back in the mix and even the series at three as they take on the Rays. And if Benny Superfly does not beat the Wiz and the Believer this week, maybe we'll have Brian Bravo give his picks against us. As we're offering it out, Spence, you can put that graphic one more time. Email the show, reststoppodcast at gmail.com. If you want to take on the Wiz and the Believer, Email us, we'll bring you on the show, and we'll see if you can beat us. We're the champs again one more week, spent here at the rest stop, and we'll see if we can keep it going. I want to thank my main man, Spencer the Wiz. If it weren't for him, the rest stop would not be what it was, so I want to give him all the credit in the world. Again, follow his stuff at Blue Milk Boys Gaming and on Twitter at Spencer the Wiz. I hope everybody makes a bunch of money this weekend. Enjoy the games in college football. Enjoy week six in pro football. And we'll be back live as we are every Tuesday and Thursday, 9 o'clock Pacific time. For Spencer the Wiz, I'm Brad the Believer. This is the rest stop. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back Tuesday, 9 o'clock Pacific time from Las Vegas. Have a great weekend.